and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Diva, the podcast designed to bring out the inner goddess in all of us. Join your host, Serena Novelli, as she delves deep into the world of self-love, female sexuality, conscious dating, personal growth, and all-round happiness. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Diva, the podcast. My name is Serena Novelli. I am a certified sex, love and relationship coach specializing in female sexuality. And I'm really excited to be here with Bijou. Is that right? No, I said it wrong. Oh, I practiced it and I've done it wrong. Bijou. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we are here today for another conversation around sexuality. But before we jump into what we are going to jump into, I'm going to invite you to introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me on uh, today. I I also um, am a sex, love, and relationship coach, but I, uh, at the same time, got my certification for psychedelic facilitation which is allowing people to feel safe and held either during a psychedelic experience or consulting them on their own personal journey with psychedelics. And so I utilize both modalities uh, like healing yourself through your sexuality and through psychedelic experiences to really uh, move the needle in a big way for, for women and for men and for couples. So my specialty was couples and I just love what I do so much. And um, I've been, I guess, working on it for five years now, but really practicing for a year and a half. So I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah. And you've got lots of plants around you as well. So you obviously <laughs> love the, the, the plant, the plant life um, as well. Um, so tell me a bit more how it works um, mm-hmm. together, how the two modalities work. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's a, a few different ways that people can utilize uh, plant medicine and sexuality and uh, self-pleasure or connection with your partners. A lot of times people will work with me on getting really comfortable with a certain plant medicine. My, my favorite and specialty is psilocybin. And typically what people will do is we will have sessions where I will get them started on a microdosing protocol, but then we actually have sessions where they take a microdose and we virtually will go through a session and the microdose really allows them to open up more and to let their subconscious or their body communicate for them and also emote to really like let their emotions out when they want to come out. Um, because typically we're all very locked down and don't feel right about letting our emotions out when in all actuality, it's so healing for you to really somatically move that out in a big way. So, um, through those calls, we typically find out a lot about a person and what are these random subconscious blocks that are very old and outdated that they didn't even know existed. And then we kind of uh, determine from there if practices like self-pleasure practices or talks with their partner or practices in, in general, like breath work and, and moving your body are actually going to be enough to reprogram or to change the narrative or if uh, a big psychedelic trip is in order for those really lodged deep down inside issues. And so um, 
a lot of times I'll work with people one-on-one or I'll work with them in a partner, like couples situation. Um, but it's really taking the time to get to know someone, letting what come up, come up, and then actually understanding what to do with it after that. So there's a million different ways to work with plant medicine and your sexuality at the same time. But I would say the three biggest ones are um, self-pleasure experiences with psychedelics. And I can in a minute explain why I think that that's so important working with your partner to really like let down your walls and heal some of the thousand little cuts that have happened over your time together. And then big trips to really move some either deep rooted trauma or to really shake the snow globe enough to where you can actually like decide what to do after that as a, as a new person, not so locked down by old narratives. Yeah. And I guess when you're working with couples, that that taking that time to work together in that way can be quite healing because they're both even though they're on their own kind of journeys there's that connection piece as well right absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah so tell me some more tell me what you were going to tell me before when you said you were going to explain a little bit more (laughs) yeah so um I think that a lot of times it's a little daunting to, and in my opinion, not a good idea to just jump right in and go into a big trip just because your body will not surrender as well as if you've built an intimate relationship with the medicine. And also uh, a lot of times if people jump right into couple work, then um, they're processing some of their own stuff during the couple trip when it should maybe just be focused on the couple. So I think that it's really a beautiful place to start with um, microdosing by yourself, letting whatever is going to come up, come up, but then also reminding people that this work, and I'm sure your, your clients see this too. It is hard and it is not easy. And bringing up old stuff, whether it is just through talk and sexuality and or adding medicine, it can really just be exhausting and your nervous system can be overwhelmed. And it can be to the point where when you start to do the work again, people's nervous systems just lock down and they're just like, not this again, like, oh, this is so hard. But if we keep bringing it back to pleasure or we keep mixing in pleasure in association with it, then I've seen it just be much more successful. So what I mean by that is a lot of times we don't understand what our bounds are with pleasure. We don't even understand how much pleasure and bliss and ecstasy we can have. And that's because our minds are just inundated and bogged down with so many ideas and so much programming that what's great about psychedelics is that they lift that veil for a second and they allow you to fantasize the way you want to let your body come alive in new ways for you to connect with parts of your body that have been disassociated. So taking very small amounts of psychedelics or even like a cannabis, for instance, and doing a self-pleasure practice really reminds you of what you're capable of, like ecstasy wise, but then also emotion will come up. And it's, in my opinion, much safer to let past traumas come up during a sexual experience when you're by yourself than with a partner who might not be the best person, not, not that they're bad, but that they don't know how to support you in that. And they're like, what's wrong? How can I fix it? Well, it would like, and then everything just gets like derailed and ruined. Whereas if you're by yourself, it can be 
I mean, incredible. So yeah, I have gotten really into, um, showing my clients how to either do a Yoni egg practice or a crystal wand practice or, um, something in the bath if they would like, but do it on a very small dose of psilocybin and or cannabis. And I've found that it just kind of like light speed gets them on track rather than them awkwardly. Like, I don't know what to do with this tool. And I feel very shut down right now. And I don't even know how to do this by myself. It's kind of like a knowing comes up when you're on a substance and you feel so good that you just keep going further than if you were to be completely sober. And what's really nice about it is that you don't have to do it every time. It's just once in a while that you uh, remind yourself of that. And then you can come back to that state by yourself when you're sober easy, more easily, I guess. Yes, I guess it's a little bit like, when you've been drinking alcohol it's like Mm -hmm. you let down that wall don't you that your inhibitions kind of go out the window and you fully be in that moment so it's and and it's and you're right it's such a hard thing to do to be working on these pieces and it can take a long time to get what sometimes feels like only a short distance Mm -hmm. because we are so shut down and we're worried about what other people will think when we're doing these things um if, you know if you're working on yourself sometimes it can feel like you're being selfish because you've got other commitments that need to come so you put you end up putting other things or other people's opinions before your own so this is giving you it's giving you that opportunity to kind of shut down all of that and to start looking inward and to be in your body rather than in your head and your mind and where everything else is like what everybody else is doing as such. Yes. And I love your analogy to alcohol because it's, it's what people, most people are having experience with. I will say that I was able to be more my true self with alcohol. I think growing up in my sexual experiences, the only problem with it was, is that you don't remember and you're not really connecting. You're just coming outward. And what I like about psychedelics is that you're not like messed up enough. (laughs) You're not like uh, inebriated enough to not be conscious about what you're doing. So you, when you finally do connect with your body on psychedelics, you actually remember that when you're sober rather than when you're at, when you're on alcohol. And then the next day you're like, that was really fun, but I could never do that without alcohol. And I don't exactly remember what I did or how I felt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think women in particularly, they, that that's how they feel on a night you know that when they have a night out they and and you see sometimes don't you you see like on tiktok or the social media now you'll see like people like taking the mickey of themselves like where this is me before I go out this is me after a couple of drinks this is me once I get going (laughs) at the end of the night so you see that journey and people are aware of that journey when it when Mm -hmm. it's using alcohol um so this is then really supporting them to not get to those final couple of stages and to bypass that beginning stage and just have that good bit in the middle, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. I think that's perfect analogy. Mm -hmm. Hit that subscribe button yet. Go on, go on. You know, you want to. So with, so how would you start with this 
um, if somebody was, is, if somebody's listening and, and this is a, the path that they want to take towards um, reconnecting with their sexuality, how would they begin to use psychedelics with that? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great question. So you, you definitely either want to do your due diligence in doing a lot of research yourself or talk to someone who has a lot of experience in getting the right dose. Because I will say like that's a non-starter. If you accidentally get too much, that's overwhelming for you to start. And if you don't get enough, then you kind of question whether or not it's right for you. So if you have the right strain and dose, Strain is also very important because there are some strains that are very euphoric and body high and very much closer to a state of ecstasy rather than some of the other ones that are more appropriate for a deep dive. And those are a little too intense, even at really small doses. And so finding the right dose is important. Finding the right tool that's right for you or knowing which tools you can try to find the right one for yourself. I will say that like vibrators, for instance, are much too quick for how a good microdose, if dosed correctly, would take anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes to metabolize in your body and then last for about 30 minutes. And what's nice about something like that is that you can do breath work. You can go into a fantasy if you would like to, imagining your higher self, imagining yourself being you uh, authentically and everyone accepting it, doing whatever is going to actually turn you on and then having a beautiful experience with yourself where you take the time to connect to your body and then not have the the desire to only get to climax or to orgasm, but just to be okay with whatever comes up. And if like you cry, like let that be a beautiful part of the experience. And then like what I was saying is that vibrators are just typically way too like fast and and intense. Whereas like you're already super sensitive when you're on a microdose. So you don't really need that big machine that's going to like it'll just be too much sensory in my opinion. So then, um, understanding like what a practice looks like having someone walk you through what that is. And that's definitely setting an intention and setting up a space where you feel really beautiful. You have some candles lit, some incense going, you have a five sensory experience of this. So you can easily hearken back to it whenever you're not, um, having all of that. And so then you really, uh, take the right dose, you have the right tools, you have the right set and setting. And what I like to let people know is that a microdose is a tiny amount. It feels like a glass of wine. And so it's really just opening you up a little bit and letting whatever is trapped inside come out um, in order to either be healed or for you to see how you really are and want to be. And then you have a kind of an integration after the fact where you sit there um, once you're done with this session and you think about, wow, what came up and why did that come up? And holy crap, I thought about this one time a nun told me that this was bad. And like when I was 12 or like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that my body could feel that good or wow, I have a lot of grief in my womb. And then just like really understanding and trying to decipher why that was and and what you can do going forward. Um, So it looks like a maybe an hour to an hour and a half commitment, if you will, but you can get so much clarity and so much uh, beauty out of setting that time aside for yourself. Yeah, it's like an intimate date with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're really, you're rediscovering who you are. I work in the UK, I work for a company that is female empowerment and 
we sell lots of vibrators lots of vibrators but they are like if you're doing good for a quick fix right yeah yeah (laughs) if you're if you're doing intimate if you're doing deep um trauma like traumatized or Uh anything like that around sexuality you want to be very gentle with Mm -hmm. yourself and to take your time and um, I had a hashtag a few years ago um, because I was doing a talk and I I said God gave us fingers <laughs> like and, and in my talk so I got the hashtag God gave us fingers because we, we we're born with tools we you don't <laughs> need the vibration you've got your own tools um, but if you do want to use something like you said there like a, a crystal egg or um, a crystal dildo something that that you can like warm or have different Mm -hmm. heats to and just really giving yourself consent and permission to explore your own body and that is how that intimacy comes into play right and it's there's a lot I I feel that when I meet people for the first time who haven't done any of this work that there is so many people so many women in particular who are ashamed of just exploring their bodies. So through doing it, the microdosing, that's taken that edge away, right? That's allowing for them, like you said, to open up to like having that glass of wine, kind of relaxing into it and just really like being open to what comes up for them because we can have sexual experiences where like you said we you can end up crying afterwards you might not even realize why why that's happening but your body's releasing something that needs to be released at that time and the reason that it's releasing is because you've allowed yourself to open up to complete the cycle that needed to be completed even if you're not aware of it mm-hmm. um so by doing this work by working with your sexuality whether you do it with the psychedelics or or you don't you're that's what you're doing you're opening your body up to discover pieces of a jigsaw puzzle that have got lost right absolutely absolutely it's beautifully said I would yeah and that's the thing is that there are so many tools out there and um it's just a matter of finding out what tools are right for you it could just be that all you need is support right and all you need is someone to guide you through what it looks like for you to let your sexuality unfold in um, a way that isn't just inundated with shame and um, and suffering, right? So I think that's what's so beautiful about more and more people coming out into the world that do support people in this work is that it's a shame that we are so shameful about our bodies. It is a shame that we feel so bad about our desires or the fact that we won't even ask ourselves what we want. So yeah, I would say, um, everyone needs their own tools. Like sometimes people are like Yoni egg people and sometimes people are crystal wand people. And sometimes people are vibrator people. And sometimes people are psychedelic and sex people. You never know what you are until you kind of dabble in a few of them, but really it's such a gift that you can give yourself. Yeah. I believe so. And that, that's why we're doing this work, right? Exactly. And <laughs> um, thank you so much for chatting with me uh, today. Would you like to tell everyone where they can find you? Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm really active on Instagram, Mushroom Mamacita. And um, my website is storyxstyle.com. I really appreciate you having me on here. Thank you for this chat. 
Yeah. Till next time, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unleash Your Inner Diva. If you liked what you heard, be sure to hit like, subscribe, and leave us a comment. Have a burning question for Serena or a topic you'd love her to discuss on the show? Get in touch. Check out www.lovethybodyproject.com. You can also reach Serena on Instagram at Serena Novelli. Until next time, remember, you got this, diva.